I'm a covenant man Living in the riches of my Lord and King I'm a covenant man Committed to Him in everything I do believe He'll come again And I know one thing I'm gonna do till then Is learn to live in the blessing of Abraham Hello everybody and welcome to the Covenant Living Broadcast I'm David Weeder, and this fine-looking young man over here is Ryan Weeder, Lynn and I's son, and it is such a pleasure to have you on the broadcast again this week and for several more weeks. Yeah. And uh, I tell you, it has been so rich already. On this, Last week, we did the simplicity of faith, and we're just, that's really, really the theme the whole way through this series of broadcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we'll be talking about different aspects of the simplicity of faith. Yep. And so if you haven't done so, grab that cup of coffee or a glass of iced tea or whatever you want. But get your Bible and get your notebook. You know, we were talking last week a little bit about um, repetitions. Yeah. You know, and how things become repetitious. Yeah. And it, it made me think, you know, a lot of our elders in the faith, a lot of times when they get up, they say, now, I know you've read this before. Mm-hmm but read it like you've never read it before. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what they're trying to get across is don't let it just become repetitious. Don't yeah. let it be empty things. Yeah. Make a point of focusing on it and mm-hmm. realizing what you're reading, what you're studying, what you're saying, yeah. and all of those things. And so do that. Grab that Bible, grab that notebook, and don't just half listen, oh, I've heard that before or anything like that, but really focus and pay attention as we get into the Word today, all right? So let's have a word of prayer. Father, we're so grateful. We thank you for such a glorious opportunity to minister your Word, and I'm thankful for the words that you've given, Ryan, for these series of broadcasts. They're so rich, and they're so, they're so simple and yet so profound that they would change lives Everywhere they're, they're heard, everywhere this broadcast goes or this podcast goes, all over this world, they change lives. Holy Spirit, thank you for ministering and thinking through our minds, speaking through our lips, the oracles and the principles of God and the operation of the kingdom. But even beyond that, the personal revelation of the Word and the Spirit that you give to each individual that is specific to their lives and their needs to bring victory in whatever area they need it. We're so thankful for that. We praise you for it. We give you the glory for every life changed. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Glory to God. Praise God. Well, Ryan, get us back into this. Let's kind of recap a little bit and then move on. Absolutely. Well, last week uh, we spoke on you know, Mark eleven twenty four, yeah. the classic that it is. And speaking of repetitious and how uh, Mark eleven twenty four had very easily become repetitious for me. Mm-hmm. And it had become a vain repetition for me, just an empty phrase. Well, let's, 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 from there, there, there might be somebody on this planet <laughs> watching this broadcast that doesn't know what Mark That's eleven twenty four says. Yes. So let's, let's That's read how, that. That is how repetitious it had become for me that I couldn't fathom. Somebody, that not, somebody no, might yeah, not know yeah, exactly. what Mark eleven twenty four 24 was. So let's read that. Absolutely. It says, 
Uh, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Now, now, that started off with therefore. Yes. Let's, why don't you start in verse 22 and read down into that? Absolutely. It says, And Jesus answering saith unto them, Have faith in God. There you go. And he's answering the disciples mm-hmm. who were astonished at... What just happened exactly, to this tree? <laughs> Jesus had spoken to the fig tree uh, on his way to and from Jerusalem. And he had cursed it, that it would wither up and die. And you know the disciples were keeping a close eye on it as they were going back and forth from Jerusalem. And then it died. Mm. Just withered up and died. And they asked, how is this possible? Mm. And Jesus answered saying, have Have faith faith in in God. God. And that is what it all comes down to. Mm -hmm. Trust God. At the very end of the day, as simple as simple can be, how does this happen? Have faith in God. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, that's what it comes down to. So in verse tw- uh, 24, the believe you receive, I needed to know what that meant for me. Mm-hmm. It had become an empty phrase, a vain repetition. The Holy Spirit got my attention about that and said, what are you saying here? What, is, what are you saying? And we went over that last week about how at its most basic, it just means to have faith, have trust in God that it's done. Whatever he said. Whatever he said he would do, he does. And that's what it comes down to. And I got hit with a very sudden realization. Do I really trust God? Mm. Where do I trust God? Where don't I trust God? There's tons of people that trust God for their healing, but not their finances. Mm. Tons more that trust Him in their finances, but not their healing. Tons that trust Him for joy and peace in their life, but not healing or finances. Mm-hmm. And, s- and there's a lot of people that don't trust that He's even trying to get it to them. Absolutely. There's a lot of people that just straight up don't trust Him. One of the reasons that, 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 that people buy into that lie so easily is because of a lack of revelation that God is love. Yeah. God loves them. God loves you. Let me say that again. A little clearer. Yeah. God loves you. You, right there. You sitting right there. God loves you. And that's what love does is try to get good things to those they love. Yeah. Well, God is God. (laughs) (laughs) And he's got the ability to get the good things to you Mm -hmm. because he loves you. Yeah. But you got to have receiving hands. Yep. You got to have those soft hands. Yep, exactly. You got to receive it. And it's, you know, it, I, I keep wanting to say it's as simple as that because it really is that simple. God loves you, God wants to get it to you, God wants to bless you. He's provided it all through the blood of Jesus on that cross, it's our inheritance through Him. Mm-hmm. He yeah. loved you so much that God himself became man, went to the cross, died one of the most horrifying deaths Mm. because that's how much he loved you. It says that Jesus went to the cross looking forward to the joy that was set before him, to us. Well, you know, 1 John 4 says that God is love. Mm -hmm. It doesn't say God is faith. Mm -mm. It doesn't say God is power. Mm -mm. It says God is 
is love. Yeah. So there in in Mark eleven twenty two, you can legitimately allow Scripture to interpret Scripture, and you can read that. Have faith in love. Have faith in love. Faith in love. Absolutely. That's a phenomenal way of saying that. And it's one of my favorites because I, I love love. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a big thing to me. And that's the other thing is when you realize just how much God loves you, that he is love, why wouldn't you trust him? You can trust in that love, yeah. in Him, when you realize how significant that is. Mm-hmm. It becomes so much easier yeah. to understand. Well, here's a, let me just touch on this now. Uh, I'm not going to go in depth on it because there's a whole bunch of broadcasts coming up in the future on this because <laughs> uh, the Lord has really given me a mandate about this. But let me just touch on this now and... Um, you can chew around on it for a while and then stay tuned in the coming months. You'll hear a lot more about it. But, you know, the word of faith is huge on, and rightfully so, Romans ten seventeen. Mm-hmm. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Mm-hmm. You got to hear the word. 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 Yep. That's true. Yep. That is absolutely true. But do you know that word by, B-Y, that little tiny word, mm-hmm. two letters, B-Y, faith cometh by hearing, hearing the word. That word by, if you look that up in the Strong's, it means from an origin, mm-hmm. from a source. So the source of faith, the origin of faith, the God kind of faith, mm-hmm. is hearing the word. Mm-hmm. That's the origin of faith. But if you go over to Galatians 5, 6, where it says faith worketh, by love. Yeah. Okay. Well, for number one, for number one, for number one, (laughs) (laughs) for the first thing, worketh there. When you look that word up, you see efficient, Mm -hmm. effective, and mighty. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we're talking about what does it take for efficient, effective, mighty faith? That word by in that scripture is a totally different word. Mm-hmm. Now, it's still translated into King James, B-Y. Yeah. But if you look it up, that word means as a channel through which. Mm. As a channel through which. Mm-hmm. So let's put that together. Faith becomes efficient, effective, and mighty through the channel of love. Yeah. Oh. Dear Lord, are you kidding me? <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's, I mean, it makes sense. It does. God With is love. God be in love. Exactly. Faith can't work. No. Without God. No. Without love. If you are going to be a faith specialist, mm-hmm. you must be a love specialist. Yeah. Let me say that again. If you are going to be a faith specialist, let me put this a different way. A lot of people talk about faith giants, okay? If you are going to be a faith giant, you must 
be a love giant. Now, what do I mean by that? Because I, I hear people say, you know, well, the love of God's been shed abroad in our heart. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So as the Holy Spirit when you get born again. Yep. But there's a difference between putting on the Holy Spirit in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And in Colossians, we're told to put on love mm -hmm. above everything else. It yeah. says, it, it lists the things to put on. Put on bowels of mercy, put on kindness, put yeah. on tender heartedness. But it said above all these, mm -hmm. put on love. Yeah. One, one, one translation of, in, uh, in Thessalonians, it says, your love is on display. Oh, I like that. Mm -hmm. If your love is not on display, if it's not visible to other people, you're not walking in love. Yeah. And if Actions you're not- speak louder than words. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're not walking in love, you're not walking in faith. Yeah. Not efficient, effective, and mighty faith anyway. No. Wow. It makes a, it makes a huge difference. And that was, I think you were telling me this about the, the minister friend of yours that was talking about how, you know, he had listened to Kenneth Hagin yeah. for all his life. Yeah. And the thing that he always got from Kenneth Hagin was love. Yeah. And it wasn't so much the faith specifically. Of course, you can't listen to Kenneth Hagin without learning a right. little something about right. faith. Well, most, but most people, I mean, that's all they think of is word of faith when they think yeah. about Kenneth e. Hagin. Yeah. Um, is, I mean, he wrote Mark 11, right? Yeah, right, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but but this, this gentleman friend of mine, this minister friend of mine, um, he was telling me, he said, you know, everybody in the world talks about getting faith from Brother Hagen, but he said, I got love. Mm -hmm. And so I, that made me, it got me thinking, and I went back and, and um, I found a, a three-part series on YouTube mm -hmm. of Brother Hagen, and it says, it's a love, your, I think it's your way to victory, your key to victory, or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I started listening to that. Man, oh man, oh man. Yeah. It is so rich and so good about faith. And there's, and here's the thing. All of the teaching, and Brother Hagin himself, I heard him say that he probably taught Mark 11, 22, 23, 24, and 25 yeah. more than any other passage of Scripture in his entire ministry. Mm -hmm. But not one of those teachings would have been fruitful and profitable without the love, Yeah, without the teaching on love. Absolutely. Now, don't you, hey, now, you, aren't you looking forward to the next couple months? Uh-huh, <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> get, get us back on track here. Yeah, okay. Although, I mean, that's, I mean, the Holy Ghost obviously wanted to Absolutely. do something there. Absolutely. And the, you know what, it's never, it's never poorly spent time when yeah. you're speaking about love. I know. When never, you're speaking about God. Never. But with that being said, Allow God to show you through love where you need to grow in trusting Him. Because oh, we all right. have areas yeah. to grow. We all have areas that we need to get better. None of us are perfect quite yet. Um, it's one of the, it's, it's the big reason that Jesus needed to come here in the first place. Yes, yes. And but allow Him to show you. You know, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit reveals things to us. He shows us things. Mm -hmm guides us and leads us and allow him to do that in your heart. Allow him to point out those areas in your life lovingly. You know, we, the Bible says we grow in truth spoken in love and nobody's better at it than God. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid of the correction from the Lord in these areas. You know, a lot of people are. Yeah. 
and it, it, it comes from a, a misconception, uh, um, an incomplete representation. Mm-hmm. I'll just put it that way. Yeah. Of of passages like Thomas. Yeah. Um, you know, Thomas, he said when the disciples told him Jesus was had been risen. Mm-hmm. You know, he said, I, "I'm not going to believe that. I will. I, I will not believe that." Mm-hmm. In other words, what's he saying? I will not have faith that mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah. Until. A, B, and C. Yep. I see the nail prints, I stick my finger in the nail prints, and mm-hmm. I stick my hand in his side. Yeah. Okay. Well, a lot of times that when that passage is taught, it's it's taught with an air of harshness. Mm-hmm. It's taught like Jesus showed like, well, for one thing, it's taught like Thomas was being deliberately, stubbornly, willfully mm-hmm. obstinate yeah. about this deal. Well, we don't know. I mean, he said, I will not believe, but, Mm -hmm. you know, we say that about stuff too, you know, that we're not, you know, trying to be obstinate about it. We're just making a statement. Yeah. You know, well, and then we're talking, it's kind of the perception is passed a lot of times where, where Jesus showed up in the middle of them with Thomas was there Mm -hmm. and he's, you know, we kind of get the perception sometimes, or at least I have, maybe you haven't. But I've I've gotten the perception before during these teachings where Jesus kind of showed up and he was a, he was a little miffed. Yeah, he's he's a little yeah. ticked at Thomas, Upset. and mm-hmm. he was he was kind of like fine fine. If you're gonna be that way, then come here. Here's the nails. Stick your finger. Stick your hand in, and quit being faithless. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the perception that you get sometimes. Yeah, yeah, well, absolutely. Hey, th- love, compassion. We're told to put on bowels of mercy. He didn't tell us to do something he didn't do, mm-hmm. you know. And how about reading it this way? Jesus showed up. It does not say Jesus rebuked Thomas. It says he said unto Thomas. Mm-hmm. He said to Thomas, look, Thomas, come here. You said you needed A, B, and C in order to have faith. Okay, here's A, B, and C. Now you're not faithless. hmm now you have some faith. Yep. And Thomas said, my Lord and my God. Yep. And so he had faith. Yep. He believed it. Absolutely. And then Jesus, Jesus met him where he was. That's what he needed. Mm-hmm. He met him where he was. And then Jesus said, okay, now Thomas, look, you've believed because you saw it. That's one level of belief. That's mm-hmm. one level of faith. Now, come on up to this next level because the manifestation of the blessing yeah. is when you can believe something without seeing it. Absolutely. And that's where you need to get, Thomas. Hey, it's the same words. It's the way it's presented. Yeah. And that's what God will do with us. Yes. God, Don't be afraid of them. Absolutely. God will meet you right where you are, show you where you need to grow, and show you how. Yeah. Just like he did with Thomas there. He met with Thomas at A, B, and C. Yeah. And then showed him the better way. Yeah. And it can be firm. Yeah. If you need a little firmness to get your yep. attention, it can be firm, but it's never gonna be a rebuking. Mm-hmm. He will never, you hear me? He will never rebuke you. Oh, Brother David, how can you say that? Because in Isaiah 54, he said, This is as the waters of Noah unto me. Hey, he just talked covenant right there. This is as the waters of Noah unto me. 
so have I sworn that the waters of Noah would no go no longer go over the earth, no more go over the earth. Mm-hmm. So have I sworn I would not be wroth with you, mm-hmm. and I would not rebuke you. And Jesus said, I came not to do my will, but the will of the Father. And I only say what I hear him say. Mm-hmm. And I only do what I see him do. Now, most of the time, we think of the grandiose doings. Yes. Like the healings and the, the miracles and things like that. Mm-hmm. Hey, 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 what about body language during communication? Mm-hmm. Those are actions. You know, there's a difference between me saying, you lied to me. Yep. But I'm going to forgive you. <laughs> yeah. There's a difference between that and, man, you lied to me. But hey, I forgive you. It's a big difference. Huge difference. Yeah. And I think so many of the times we read some of these passages mm-hmm. with that first body language yeah. and connotation and tone and everything. Mm-hmm. When really, if you let the Bible just... the the uh, Interpret the Bible, mm-hmm. and you do things like remember Isaiah 54, which is a covenant to God that He will not be angry with us nor rebuke us. Mm-hmm. Then gauge these things compared to that. Yeah, and it'll change your it'll change your life. And I had no intention whatsoever of getting into all of that. <laughs> we're gonna that's what we're well, man. That, hey, well. Mm. It's big in you. It's huge. Yeah. It is huge in me right now. Yeah. And I, I, uh, I, you know, we're still in first page of these notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this is part of walking in faith. It is. Because it if you can't is. walk in love, like Ephesians 5 1 tells us to do, mm-hmm. you cannot walk in faith. Mm-mm. So if you can, <laughs> do something with the last two minutes we got on sure, this broadcast. Sure. Well, the, the wonderful part about all of this is, is, you know, the Holy Spirit is leading this, has placed this in your heart, and I mean, it just leads so wonderfully into all of this, and how to walk by faith, mm-hmm. and how the Holy Spirit does show us where we need to grow, you know? And like you were saying, with the big body language, like, I forgive you, versus being very sincere, one of those really lets the person know that you love them, Mm -hmm. that you forgive them, and that you're showing them that better way. And that's what the Holy Spirit does with us. He shows us where to grow. He shows us where we're doing great. He'll give you a compliment. Yeah, absolutely. But you're never stuck there. And it's not some gotcha. God's not up there just waiting waiting for you to to admit. He already knows what's in your heart. He already knows where you need that improvement. So being willing and open with him to allow him to speak into your life and show you that area of growth is the fastest way to grow, to walk in that faith, to trust him more fully and deeper. Well, and he's a giving God. Absolutely. You know, he is. That's what James 1, 5. Yep. You know, he lavishly Mm -hmm. gives. He's not trying to hold anything back. Not a thing. Wow. Not a thing. And that's exactly who he is. You know, he is love more than enough. Mm-hmm. He gives more than enough. He gives liberally without reproach, 
right? It's the same thing with rebuke. He doesn't rebuke you when he gives. He doesn't reproach you when he gives. He doesn't... He corrects, but it's in love. Exactly. It's not condemnation. Praise God. Well, hey, I... I guarantee you're not getting as much out of this as I am. <laughs> but, but anyway, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hello, everyone. My name is Ryan Weeder, and uh, you just heard an amazing message today, a message of faith, a message of the, the gospel, Jesus. And uh, we wanted to give an opportunity for you today that if you feel it on your heart to, to give, to do so. I'll open your Bibles with me here today. In, uh, to the book of Philippians, in chapter 4, we'll be starting in verse 15. It says, Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving, but you only. For even in Thessalonica you sent aid once and again for my necessities. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account." Indeed, I have all and abound. I am full, having received from Epaphroditus the things you sent to me, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And that's what happens when you give. When you give to the gospel, it is a sweet-smelling aroma to the Lord. As it says here, it's at the very beginning, it's the sharing and the spreading of the gospel, touching lives, touching hearts, just being a blessing and sharing the good news of Jesus to others. And in response, God provides. It's seed time and harvest, giving and receiving, sowing and reaping. And today we want to give you that opportunity in doing so, in giving and donating to the spread of the gospel here the spread of the Word, teaching faith and blessings. And in response, God has abound, abundance abounding toward you, supplying all your need. And again, it is that sweet-smelling aroma. It is sharing the gospel. And we want to thank you for doing so, for giving, for donating, touching lives through this donation and this offering. And we do appreciate it. We thank you for it. And say it with me. Jesus is Lord. Wow, praise God. You know, the sowing and reaping, you know, it goes back to James 1.5. Mm -hmm. You know, that's God's nature is giving. Yeah. And when we connect with Him in love, we just love Him and we want to we get in on what He's doing to mm -hmm. love people. And it's like the, the, the ladies there in um, Luke, they supported Jesus as he went from village to village to village teaching. Mm -hmm. Well, hey, we're going from city to city to city to city <laughs> through these broadcasts yeah. teaching. And people love, love God and they're like, I want to get in on this. I want to help get this word out. Mm -hmm. And it's that lavish desire to give. Oh, man, this, this is so good. I'm yeah. so glad that we have the opportunity to do these broadcasts again together. It's uh, we got a few more to do. Yep. And it's going to be richer and richer and richer. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Oh man, be sure to join us in the upcoming weeks. Um it's uh, it's a very special time. Get this. Get this. Think about it all week until next week. 
God is always, always for you. He is never, ever against you. He loves you. Ryan and I love you. And Jesus is Lord. Thank you, partners and friends, for helping make this broadcast possible. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Instagram. You can also listen to our broadcast on iTunes. For more information about our ministry, contact us at davidweeder.org. Join us again next time on the Covenant Living Broadcast. Thank you.